You're listening to the Forged by Iron Podcast, Episode 1. Today we're talking about breathing. Let's get started. Hey everybody, Rob DeVille here. Welcome to the Forged by Iron Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for joining. The Forged by Iron Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment and show notes are found at robdevillept.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite feed or iTunes. You can always follow me on Facebook at Rob DeVille Fitness. Now all links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. So we're going to be talking about breathing today. Now... I want to start by going over some of the resources that I found with just a quick search of how to breathe um, when lifting weights or training. All right, now I got four main sources. Each one is a little bit different. Some of them say the same thing, but I'm going to tell you where they come from and I'm going to tell you what they say. All right, so Mayo Clinic is generally the MD resource. We all go there when we want to find out what's going on with symptoms and find out what possible diseases we are so we can self-diagnose, go to the doctor, and be shit completely wrong. So, what do they have to say about breathing while weightlifting? Well, they say, you might be tempted to hold your breath while you're lifting weights. Don't hold your breath. Instead, breathe out as you lift the weight and breathe in as you lower the weight. This means that you're breathing out in the concentric motion and you're breathing out during the eccentric motion. So essentially, positive and negatives are where you're breathing in and out. However, while some people say that we're naturally in tune to do this, it is not natural for everybody. However, under stress, we're more in tune to definitely breathe out and less stress to have the opportunity to breathe in. Now, what about for everybody else out there who's not looking at it from a medical standpoint and ends up at bodybuilding.com? Well, here's what they have to say. They start with saying that success leaves us clues, all right? We look at any of the videos from our favorite bodybuilding stars, and we watch how they breathe while they're training. You know, when Kai Green is benching 500 pounds or Ronnie Coleman is squatting 800, are they methodically exhaling when they lift and inhaling when they lower? Totally focused on controlling the breath? Not at all. See, when the loads get huge, these tough guys momentarily hold their breath. So what we have um, done here is this method we've termed the Valsalva maneuver, exhaling forcibly against a closed gloitus unconsciously when confronted with near maximal efforts. So just pay attention next time that you're exerting force while sitting on the throne. You know, that's the porcelain throne. You're not holding your breath because of the smell, all right? So outside of the weight room, sprinters, archers, and shooters all know that strategic breath hold Early in a motion helps to keep steady and direct your power optimally. Or maybe they don't know that they do it, they just do it. So breathing, and in a particular breath holding, is an instinctive process. If you attempt to lift a heavy load, you're going to naturally hold your breath. Now research itself backs up the safety and effectiveness of the situational Valsalva method. And that's the quick breath hold before we do anything. Now, a study published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research in 2010 found that for subjects lifting at their one rep maximum, this technique produced only minor and transient rises in blood pressure. 
and to maximize intra-abdominal pressure during strength training, you should breathe deeply, approximately 70% of maximum into your belly, and hold that breath if possible throughout a repetition, exhaling only when you complete the rep. This provides optimal support for the spine, and it makes you stronger structurally. Many beginners and a few experienced lifters stop breathing during repetitive, low-intensity lifts. Now, either because they think it'll make them stronger or because they just plain forget, which truthfully is a big problem. Many people who just get into a training program will oftentimes forget to breathe. So, as an extended Valsalva maneuver like this can cause dangerous spike in blood pressure, bursting blood vessels in your eyes and forehead, causing headaches and temporary vision disturbances. So, too little is okay, just enough is perfect, too much is definitely bad. Now, it could also cause you to faint on the spot, which has its own sort of risks, no matter how good of a spotter you have. So, looking for something simple? Here it is. Act natural. When lifting submaximum loads, your normal exhalation-inhalation patterns are usually sufficient, or perhaps a longer breath phase with a short breath hold at the most difficult hold, excuse me, portion of a lift. That's really what we're getting from bodybuilding.com, is that, yeah, there's a when to hold your breath and how to make it effective uh, with a warning that says if you do too much of it, you're not only going to lessen the effectiveness, but you're also going to risk potential injury. <clears throat> so right there, that instantly uh, contradicts something like Mayo Clinic. But if we keep digging in, I mean, look at livestrong.com, all right? What they want us to do is they want us to take some deep breathing exercises before we start any workout session. And they're rather in-depth. They're going to have you close your eyes, take a deep breath through your nose, hold it for a second or two, let it go through your mouth. Repeat this for a few minutes. And this deep breathing before you exercise sets the stage for controlled breathing during your workout, relaxes you, and makes you more conscious of your breathing. So now we breathe out as you lift the weight. Begin breathing out right as you pick up the weight. Step three, breathe in through your nose in a controlled manner as you lower the weight. Four. Avoid using the Valsalva maneuver during lifting, which is what we just talked about. Now, the Valsalva maneuver refers to holding one breath during lifting. We just covered that. It's commonly used by professional power lifters, but it runs the risk of increasing your high blood pressure, which can lead to fainting or a heart attack. Now, this is according to the British Journal of Sports Medicine that using the Valsalva maneuver during either the single arm curl or the double knee extension produced the highest blood pressure response in the beginner weightlifters used as subjects in the study. Now here's the big warning that they put at the end of their article. Some experts advise people to hold their breath during the lift. They say that this will help you increase the amount of weight that you can lift. Don't listen to them. Even if it's true that it helps you lift more, doing so that way is detrimental to your health and will not yield better results than if you lift the safe way. Now I've got two more examples here, and one of them is from military.com. Now we understand that the military needs to have top level performing soldiers. So they need to keep their soldiers safe, effective, and healthy. And one of the things that they do is to help supercharge their <clears throat> athletic programs. They teach them how to breathe, and they teach them when to hold the breath. So here's the Big catching line that they have on their article in quotes. But what if I told you that doing the complete opposite of what you were taught to do in the gym could bring you up to 20% more strength instantly? All right. So what they want you to do is they want you to take a deep breath. 
slightly more than normal, but not extremely deep and just hold it, flex your muscles hard. All right? So once you do that, do the exact same thing, only this time after you've started flexing, begin to exhale while maintaining the flex until the air is out of your lungs. All right? Now some of that strength goes away, right? So the same thing happens as you're trying to thrust the barbell into the air in the gym. Because you're exhaling too soon, you're giving your muscles less stability and oxygen to perform the extra effort that you're asking of them. So in truth, in very short, this means less strength, less muscle mass, increased chance of injury. So if you held your breath to create a very rigid torso from hips to head that gives you muscles something to push off of in order to lift heavier, uh, they equate it the difference between doing push-ups on a cement floor versus a floor made of lime jello. So um, the correct way to breathe for maximum strength and muscle gains without jeopardizing your safety. Now, just before you lift, the concentric portion of your repetition, uh, take a slightly larger than normal breath. Not too extreme, not too deep. Don't create too much pressure, just slightly larger. Begin your pushing or pulling movement depending on the exercise while you're holding your breath tight. Once you've just passed the sticking point, begin to exhale slowly through your teeth. Now you should have exhaled fully, um, exactly at the point of full contraction. So that's the up position if performing something like the bench press. And finally inhale again slowly as you return to the start position. Now of course this may take a bit of practice, but you should find that your body is pre-programmed to operate this way if you let it. Truthfully means if you force it. So here we have two articles, one from bodybuilding.com and one from military.com, saying that a little bit of holding your breath is a good thing while Mayo Clinic and Live Strong say that it's a bad thing. Now, what they're all talking about is breathe in when you lift and breathe out when, you, uh, when you're releasing the weight is incorrect. They're saying that when you breathe out while lifting and breathe in while releasing the weight is correct. Uh, and I got one more from Built Lean. All right, we're going to be looking into the, uh, the breathe in on the way down and out on the pushing phase. This is the general prescription for breathing during exercise is inhalation during the concentric of said exercise and exhalation during the eccentric. So again, that's the ups and the downs. So to give us an example, using the bench press, inhale before lowering the bar to the chest, exhale when you're pushing the weight away from you. Now, research itself doesn't support any potential benefits of doing one over the other. As long as you're creating stability in the spine using the appropriate abdominal muscles to create a brace, there's no research that says exhaling during the eccentric or concentric helps to facilitate the actual movement. So here we are saying that actually breathing, either you're doing it one way or the other, as long as you're keeping a strong torso, uh, keeping your glutes strong and keeping your chest stable, breathing, as long as you are breathing, doesn't matter when it happens. So how do we breathe stability, uh, excuse me, breathe to properly create stability? Now, stability during exercises by inhalation before big movements is what's called bracing. And when we're looking to save time and perform an exercise that has the biggest effect on our strength and physical goals, we need to utilize the best breathing techniques in our lift. And creating stability by inhaling and bracing our abs before the movement will help us move more weight and burn more calories, therefore look better on top of all of that. Now the bracing maneuver is often referred to as the Valsalva maneuver. That's what we just talked about with bodybuilding.com and a little bit of uh, military.com. This is a moderately forceful exhalation while you do not let air escape. 
So, again, we, we keep seeing that holding your breath has a purpose. Now, how to breathe properly to relax, still from beat lean, excuse me, built lean, as it's naturally relaxation, action, meditation, and yoga practitioners regularly practice breathing in an active manner in order to facilitate stress and regulate emotions, which it works. It does do that for us. Now, using the application of breathing to relax, we can look at different breathing exercises that are aimed at reducing stress. So we can use breath to reduce stress. Now, considerations about breathing during weightlifting. Now, there are numerous positive benefits from owning our breathing patterns and the practical applications of it. On the same note, however, there are a few situations when these breathing techniques may not be recommended, such as if you have high blood pressure, holding your breath under extreme exertion may increase it dramatically for a temporary time. Also, if not properly taught, antisocial evidence shows that using these techniques may increase the instances of lightheadedness. Technique may be properly taught in person with a fitness professional. So, just to conclude what we learned from Built Lean, uh, the benefits are that it helps facilitate tonic... <clears throat> excuse me, tightness of muscles, helps reduce recovery time between sets, increases possible weight used when appropriately used during squats, deadlifts, etc. And the considerations, breathing while lifting heavy weights may require an advanced level of technique and feeling of lightheadedness can occur when breathing improperly. So there are four or five different articles that we just covered. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because when you first get into a program, Somebody is going to tell you how to breathe, all right? Someone's going to tell you that you're breathing wrong. Someone is going to tell you that you need to breathe one way, to breathe out when you're lifting, breathe in when you're relaxing from the motion. Don't hold your breath. All of these things are conditioned into our minds. But the fact of the matter is, is that depending on how your body is built, your breathing method may be what's most comfortable for you to lift with, all right? When I talk to my clients, the only things that I remind them of are not to hold their breath for too long and just to breathe. I have got one client who is very dear. She is incredibly strong. She loves being at the gym and she will exhale and forget to take another breath. All right. She'll knock out a rep or two and then she'll pause and gasp for air. And <clears throat> I have to keep reminding her to continue to breathe. What's comfortable? Sometimes not breathing is comfortable. And you can do a little bit of that, but you have to remember to breathe, but don't gasp for air because you're not breathing. So as you breathe, you want to breathe definitely what's comfortable, but just breathe, period. All right? On the heavier lifts, it's acceptable to hold your breath. All right? As long as you don't gasp for air when you're done. And if you're going to hold your breath, only hold it for a short period of time. Everybody understands what it's like because when we were children, we all decided to hold our breaths until we would nearly pass out. That is not what we want to do. Passing out only leads to the potential of injury. So all of these different articles, all of these different things, where do you go to get the best information? Well, the best place to get the information is to go to the gym and do it and see how you feel. Is it natural and comfortable for you to lift a weight and breathe with what you've been taught? Or does it feel forced? Because if it continues to feel forced, even after a period of time at the gym where you feel comfortable working out, it's not the right breathing technique for you. You have to find what works and what's comfortable for you. I don't like to prescribe specific breathing techniques or practices unless there is a specific goal in mind. So if mindfulness 
and relaxation was a goal, I would prescribe some different breathing techniques than breathing techniques for lifting weights and working out, just like I do different breathing styles for runners and sprinters, which are a different class of people. Many people believe strongly that in that ability of uh, a lot of cardio to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. However, I strongly believe that a person should be in complete control of their body and it would be more beneficial to breathe in through their nose and out through their nose without having to exhale deeply through their mouth. And I have found that when people continue to keep control of their breath, especially in cardio or weightlifting, where it is a controlled inhalation, controlled exhalation all through the nose at a slower pace, they have better oxidization levels in their blood, which allow their muscles not only to pump and work harder, but to perform better. Now, of course, this is unscientific. It's just something I have noticed, that when people control their breath, they perform better. This also happens very much so in a lot of um, sports, especially physically demanding sports. Um, as well as sports that need a high level of concentration. So between those two things, I think the only sports that I really can't cover with an explanation are, uh, yeah, yeah, not there, because even in golf, you need to control your breath to remain focused and calm. So when it comes to breathing, I want you to work on what works best for you. I want it to be comfortable. Don't force yourself into a box, especially if you don't fit in that box. So. If you are a square, you're not going to fit into a round peg hole, all right? So breathe deep, breathe strong, breathe controlled, do what's most comfortable for you. Don't hold your breath too long, don't take too deep of a breath, and don't forget to breathe at all. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm certified personal trainer Rob DeVille, and today we covered how important it is to really figure out your own breathing styles, techniques, some of the stuff that's floating around there on the internet, and really what you should be doing specifically for you. Next week, we're most likely going to talk about a little bit of lifting techniques and injuries. So tune in, and if you ever have any questions, hit me up on Facebook, send me an email, and if you're looking for training, either in person or online, head to robdevillept.com. <laughs>